the fire, merry meet, dare to more than dabble. All are welcome at our hearth for a little bonfire babble. Bonfire babble. Welcome to the bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Hello and welcome back, everybody. Hello. We are, or at least I am, very excited to talk about tarot today. I am too. I love the tarot series. Me too. It's one of my faves, for sure. I I could talk about tarot for a long time. It could just every, be a tarot yeah. podcast, honestly. <laughs> but I think Teresa really yeah. beat us to that. She's, She's got, got the a corner on that market. Great podcast called <laughs> Tarot Bites. Yes. Yeah. There are a couple of other really good just dedicated to tarot. For real. Yeah. And if you are part of Teresa's Patreon, which I'm trying really hard not to listen right now, except to the cards that we've already done, Mm. she is doing a deep dive every month into a new card. Nice. Yeah. And I think she just did The Magician. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm going to listen, I think, up to what we have what we've done i just don't want to yeah well we're on <laughs> i don't want to get too influenced we're on 12 and 13 so we're we pretty are. far in we are yeah and uh this week i'm talking about the hanged man and i'm talking about death and it's gonna be great funny story was it last night or the night before you were like i'm so excited to talk about death yeah i, I was like nice <laughs> and i meant the death card mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah before we are we gonna head into the library at all today i don't really have any library okay stuff. i don't think i do either but i i need to say hey marcus hey llewellyn hey llewellyn you kind of rock yeah we have more books so we know what to do with yeah yeah and i have to be careful because i'm in the middle of writing a book <laughs> and i said something in my writing group the other day and someone said your book will be your book don't compare it and it could, because i was like oh shoot this kind of is similar to the structure and blah 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 and whatever they've also sent us a couple of rad tarot cards tarot uh, decks yes which is I'm going to use one of them today. <laughs> uh, I don't know if any of you made it to my live a uh, week or so ago mm-hmm. uh, where I went on and talked about uh, the Witchling Academy. Pamela. It was so fun. We're going to do more of those. Pamela Unicorn. I would like to do one with this one. Yeah. And this one's called Soul Cat's Companion by Lisa Roberts. And uh, the art is by Adam Ollers. I hope I said that right, Adam. I am totally smitten. She loves it. <laughs> There was never a chance I was getting my hands on that. So we're a bet we're gonna go have seas. Yeah, I'm gonna get one. I'll and, get one. We gotta we gotta get Corey a deck. It'll be great. Yeah, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty adorable. I haven't spent a ton of time with it, but I think I'm gonna use it for the Patreon poll as well. Nice. My next Patreon poll. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if Patreon likes it or not. Yeah. Which, by the way, hey patrons. Hey patrons. We love you. You're great. Thank you and welcome. To our new patron, who I don't yet have permission yes, well, to call to their name patron. out. <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you. Yeah. Every single time somebody signs up, I get an email. We get an email at yeah. the joint uh, email address. And I'm always like, we got one. We got another one. Yeah. That's so exciting. It's very exciting every time. So cool. Hey, and for those of you who are taking the time to give us a review, we have we don't have more written reviews, but we have more five stars. That's very sweet And of you. since last week. So thank you. And we also have like 
35 on Spotify or 32 or something like that. So thank you. And so, you. yeah, you can't write reviews on Spotify, but you can on iTunes iTunes slash Apple podcast. And we just really appreciate it because it helps people find us. And we are indeed growing in numbers every single episode. So we just appreciate you. Yeah. We love we just appreciate you. Just a love fest. <laughs> Lots of love fest. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we start talking about Tara? Well, I hope you all had a good spring equinox. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I hope that you're planting your little seedlings and eating all your delicious foods and yeah. hiding Easter eggs and whatever it is that you do. Uh, Mardi Gras is yeah. over, but that means Lent is now, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're doing Lent, good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not doing Lent, don't worry about it. We're recording <laughs> this before a week before spring equinox, and I am so flippin' excited and I was going, I, I'm planting this plant that has just introduced itself to me, and I ended up writing about it, and I thought I was going to make it a newsletter thing, but I'm saving it for my book. Ooh. Yeah, I wrote for three hours on this new plant, Lunaria, also known as the silver dollar plant, not to be confused with the money tree. But if you want to go do some research on it, it is a beautiful, beautiful plant, and I'm very very excited. I love it when you yeah. discover new plants to be excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had. Amazing. Thank you, Llewellyn. Thank you, Llewellyn. <laughs> That's also, I think, all I have. I don't have buckets of reserves right now, but I have enough to talk to you about tarot. Let's and do I'm it. I'm excited about it. I am too. Let's do it. Yeah. To the bonfire. Crackle, crackle, crackle. Oh, it's raining. Aww. It's raining at this bonfire. We better put a tent up. Aww. It smelled so good this morning when I went outside. Did it? Um, to, no, when I went out last night, excuse me, to pick up dumplings. Dumplings and of fury. Dumplings of fury. It's so good. <laughs> and so I went up to get those and I went outside and it smelled like fresh rain. And it's such a good smell. I love the smell of fresh rain. Yeah. Ugh, especially on a hot pavement. Mm, so good. You're going first this I'm time. I'm first this time. This happened the last episode as well. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's still a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Card, I love it. I have card number 12, which is The Hanged Man. Uh, I do have a few resources of places I looked, as well as just my own journals and things. Uh, and that's Biddy Tarot, Labyrinthos, and Astrology.com. Mm. Just because it sounded fun. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. The element of the tarot card the hanged man is water it's ruled by the god neptune or the planet neptune and it is a maybe card which i love because there's yes cards and there's no cards this is one of those maybe cards uh, which i think will make sense we'll get into it the symbols that are usually associated with this card are the cross um, uh, the wood and the feet so the wood, the feet are like touching the wood of the tree, and the thing about it is that it's it's live wood, it's living wood. It's not like a cross of like a crucifix. It's like mm -hmm. a living tree. It reminds me of Odin a little bit. It's very Odin-y. It's very hanging upside down to learn the runes situation. Is that the right story? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the runes is that what it is? Yeah. He, yeah. He hangs, he hangs for down. nine days. Yeah. And then he's given the knowledge of the runes anyway 
Uh, it has leaves. That's usually pretty important as it is an indicator that, it, that the wood is alive. And then the face, you would think somebody hanging upside down would be like stressed about it. But the face of the hanged man or hanged person or hanged being or whatever it is, is usually very like tranquil and serene almost. Very calm, almost like they're in a trance. And let's see what else. Oh, the nimbus is present usually. Tell us what a nimbus is. A nimbus is basically a halo. So the person has a halo around them. Think like the paintings of Santa Maria or like the Christ child or other saints. Like there's that big golden halo behind them. That's Mm, a nimbus. Got it. The person or being's hands are usually behind their back. It's hard to tell if they're bound that way or if they're just being that way, Mm. which I think is interesting. I think that it has to do with your perspective, which is, funny enough, what this card's about. So this card is all about perspective. Mm-hmm. It, the being is required to pause, right? They're tied up. You have to, You can't be moving forward if you're tied up. Do you know what I mean? So it's all about taking a pause finding a new perspective Uh, it's about contemplation thinking introspection a little bit not unlike the hermit in that way but i think that what's unique about this card as opposed to it being just the hermit again is that it's also got an element of sort of sacrifice about it and about yeah and about about surrender right you're not holding yourself up by your own power in this moment and that's a surrender that's a surrender moment i like that I love this card because it on its surface seems kind of grim. Like you're hanging upside down. It's not good. It's not a great thing. But when you look closer at it, you see that this person isn't in pain necessarily. This person isn't upset necessarily. This person is merely suspended in a moment. And those moments when you feel suspended can be really frightening there's a monologue in august osage county where she talks about being frozen and suspended and it was my it was my audition monologue for a while and uh it it really spoke to me because of that there's this element of being completely at the mercy of the moment and that is a huge moment of vulnerability of surrender and you of you really not having a choice but to pause and think so say this card comes up in like a relationship spot in a draw that might be a moment to think are things moving really quickly are things not moving quickly enough i need to pause here and reassess i need to contemplate i need to think and then i need to think is this worth the sacrifice that I'm making and is this worth the is this worth the vulnerability is it worth that this is a moment where you can pause suspended sort of in zero g zero gravity moment and think about it and there's uh the element of the the nimbus the halo Mm -hmm. I think this is a me thing not a thing I read this is just a me thing I think that that implies self-sovereignty So you are the boss of you. And while you might be suspended in this moment, 
where you're kind of at the mercy of being hung upside down by your foot, you are the boss of you, ultimately. And so you get to decide what to do in this moment. You can decide to suffer hanging upside down from this tree and stuck in the same point of view that you've been in. Or you can decide to take advantage of the moment, right? You can decide to change your perspective, to see maybe something that you weren't seeing before and let that improve your situation. That's not always something you can do, right? It's not always it's not always the moment to decide to be happy about something or decide not to suffer. But this card is indicative of a moment where you do have that opportunity. And I think that's really important. And and I think it's a really cool card to find, even if it's a difficult card sometimes to act upon. Because sometimes being vulnerable and suspended is incredibly scary. But that's when you remember that you are connected to that wood, that live wood. You are touching that. It is a grounding element, right? You're touching the earth still. You're not hanging. You're not, you're not being left to twist. You are, you are supported by the tree, just maybe in a different way than you maybe would like. You are hanging from it, which yeah. is fine, though, because you're touching it. It's there. It's got you. It's supportive. It's strong enough to hold you there, long enough for you to do the work that you need to do. I love that interpretation. I love the hangman card. I have to say I I love pulling the hangman card because I always see it as, oh, now I don't have to feel guilty about taking a break and reflecting. I love that. I kid you not. Every time I pull it, I go, oh, see, now I have a reason that says I need to take a couple of hours or the entire day off or I get to stay in bed and reflect and journal. And I don't know. I, I don't. I'm trying to reflect on whether I've had bad outcomes on those reflection days. And I don't necessarily think I've, I have I've had hard challenges of facing stuff. But usually it's stuff that I'm ready to face because it's come up to my consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like you were just saying about the tree supporting, I've always seen it as I have the support there. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine, though, times... Like you're saying, if you're stuck in a situation, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you have to take it as. There's a lot There's a lot to interpret. And it, it really, I think, like all readings, depends on the context and then the it other does. cards and all that stuff. And also, I think it could be really interesting if you pull it and you're like, I don't have anything to reflect on right now. Don't you? Are you sure about Maybe that? Maybe you do. And, and even the act of thinking, well, what? what is what could it be mm-hmm. could probably bring some stuff to the surface that you need to look at that you maybe have been ignoring or not noticing or you wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't turned your perspective around to look at it right so i love the hangman card i do too the new deck the soul cats mm. the cat is hung there are birch trees behind it i love birch trees i do too they're so spooky and i like the ones that peel i found one in magnus the other day it was so beautiful it was red and absolutely gorgeous this one the birch trees are behind it but there's this viney thing holding the cat and the cat looks actually very content and all these birds flying around it like and and at first when i first saw it i thought oh it's a tease and it's like no it's playful it's like interesting it's like captivating its attention and keeping it 
oh, look at what's out there. There, there's, there are these birds. I don't know. I, it's a great card. I think also, I mentioned the word sacrifice. Yeah, and you, did. you mentioned Odin. I did, and I think that that could maybe be where that interpretation of this card comes from, mm-hmm. because sacrifice. he sacrificed nine days upside down and his eye mm-hmm. <laughs> for knowledge. <laughs> And so with no food or water. Nope, he just hung there. But he's a god, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> uh but I think that it it's I don't know. I think it invites us to to look at what are, what am I sacrificing right mm-hmm. now that maybe I could stop sacrificing? Or what do I not really need right now that I could sacrifice up to a better moment, mm-hmm. a better me, a better tomorrow, a better whatever. Yeah. Because, like, we've talked about sacrifice isn't a bad thing. It depends. It depends on, like, what... It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It doesn't have to be. And I think that the hanged man invites us to say that about a lot of things. And how interesting that we're talking about this while a huge amount of the population around the world is sacrificing something during Lent. Yeah. A huge amount. Oh, I didn't amount. think about that. Yeah. I'm deeply not Christian, so I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> I worked at a Catholic school for seven years. It was a very, they were the Jesuits. And if you're Catholic, everybody will go, oh, the liberals. They're the ones pushing for gay rights and all that good stuff. They're pretty great people. But it's also just so much of it feels so ritualistic and pagan, which I really love. So I did Lent for a little while and I never had. And of course, my wife is an ex-Catholic. I did Lent a few times as I was growing up. I just, here's the thing. Is that when I was growing up, Lent, sacrifice was always followed up by binging of some kind. Oh, wow. So like well, the, we or would there's do the, the binge the night before, the Mardi yeah, Gras. Yeah, Fat Tuesday. Get me started with Fat Tuesday. I love me a Fat Tuesday. I want to go someday. But I, uh, it was always, we would do like the 48 hour fasts to like raise money for whatever the heck. And then we would have a spaghetti feed where kids would eat so much spaghetti they would literally get sick. Wow. Or we would have like, you would get like a prize at the end of Lent. I never did that. And I just like, I don't know. It felt so self-serving and it felt so like, look at me and look what I can do. Look how, uh, in the words of Weird Al Yankovic, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art. Like, do you know that there's a new movie coming out? A girlfriend, biopic? please. Of course I do. <laughs> and do you? So if everybody doesn't know, Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al. And apparently he's doing great. Oh, yeah. Because of course he is. Because he's, he's a little weirdo. And I love him. He he chooses the most interesting projects. I love that for him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just want to say one more thing about The Hangman since Please. we talked about Lent and you brought up sacrifice. I don't know that I've ever looked at it that way, but if I had to, if all of a sudden I thought, yeah, this might be about sacrifice, I think sometimes sacrificing things like guilt or- Put that up on the altar, baby. Anger, uh, which I th- I think anger can be very, very useful. I- rage can sometimes be very useful. I'm not one of those people that think, oh, you should try not to be angry, blah, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. I'm not one of those. But sometimes if it's not feeding you, if it's actually detracting from your energy, that might be something to give up for a little while. Yeah. And so maybe maybe you're right. Maybe the card is saying, give something up for a while. I gave up 
aspects of the internet while I was on my trip. I stopped being on TikTok for a while. And mm. when I came back, I was like, I'm glad I, I was gone. But I, I sort of, I sacrificed that, what was a connection at one point and was starting to feel like a mm-hmm. yoke. And so I was mm-hmm. like... But that's a good example of why it's good to step away from social media sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I'm going to not be on here for a while and just watch the funny ones that my friends send me. And that's it. And that was fun. And it was oh, it's nice. a good way to unwind. But yeah, sacrificing up feelings that you don't want to have anymore that are too heavy to carry or don't feed you, like Dada said, that's a sacrifice too. Because sometimes those feelings are how we identify and they're comfortable they're comfortable even though they suck they're comfortable Mm -hmm. guilt Ooh, i wear guilt like a cashmere couture (laughs) sweater oh she fits me so good oh yeah oh yeah one of my best friends she's also a bitch good old guilt (laughs) good old guilt yeah you find guilt in an empty room (laughs) and uh sometimes it's okay to say i don't want to feel that way i actually just got therapy update i got some really interesting help helpful questions from my therapist not this last week but before that were uh after you've named the feeling it's what is it it's i wrote them down i'm paraphrasing it's do i want to feel this feeling how long am i willing to dedicate to this feeling or allow this feeling and then what can what behaviors can i do to mitigate this feeling. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Very helpful questions. Because it asks that question, do I need this? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, then how long do I need this? And if the answer is no, what do I do to get rid of it? And sometimes it is just to let it fly away. Goodbye. I find spell work really useful for that for letting go feelings. I have to be so careful about that. Yeah. Because I am a rage monster. And... Yeah. I really like burning things. A little light arson on a Wednesday afternoon. I like lighting things on fire when I'm ready to let something go. I like lighting things on fire. Period. Full stop. So. Well, cool. Yeah. Let's talk about death. Hey, let's talk about death. Let's talk about death, death, baby. baby. Let's talk about (laughs) you. Uh, I think the original is probably better. That's uh, talk about sex. If you don't know that, if you are too young to know that song. Oh, we're doing polls on Patreon once a week for our Patreons and doing an interpretation for the week, what to look for. And I could not connect with our usual, what our draw was. We have a usual spread we use. We have a usual spread. And I had been in an argument with someone that I didn't know, which doesn't happen anymore. One, because I haven't been out in the world. And two, because... I don't do that. And she was just so horrible. I I didn't know what to say. And so finally I said, that's okay. I'll just call the Parks and Rec and superintendent of the schools. And I won't get into the big details. And she just laughed at me. And I just went. The vibe that Detta came at me with. Like, not at me, but like. She walked in and a scary storm of energy walked so into the room pissed. with her. It was so funny. I mean, not funny, haha, but just like, it's not oh. usual for me to see Detta that way. I, I'm not usually that way. I can usually like, oh, it was just so, anyway. And she was just like power hungry and stuff like that. And I was like, 
so I had to let it go before I, I did the reading and I really had to concentrate on it and I finally let it go. Couldn't connect to the spread because I, every time I went to one particular placement, I was like, <sighs> I would think back on this human and I was just like, okay, we'll try something different. But the last time we did a tarot, I pulled the card that I was studying and so the same thing happened this time. I pulled death and I went, this is just because I'm focusing on it. So I lit some incense. I cleared. I spent about 10 minutes with spirit again and went, okay, I know that's just me getting in the way of the actual message. And so I reshuffled and I pulled and lo and behold, I got death. And so it was like, all right. Joke's on you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people Death is the card that they dread getting. And for me, it's the devil. I hate drawing the devil. I hate everything about drawing the devil. And that's one of our next ones, isn't oh, it? Oh, well, then is I want right? to but I'm is dying right? to know. I just really, I find it disturbing because of all the cultural context around it and ah. lots of things. We'll talk about it when we do the episode about why I, why that's my scary one. Death is not my scary one. I rarely does death mean an actual death. However, I'm going to quote Divine Hand Jim here for a moment. On one of his Meet with a Mystic, I think. Oh, Meet a Mystic. Meet a Mystic. He was talking about, of course, the death card is about death. We encounter death absolutely every single day. Of course, if you pull the death card, it is about death. Maybe not necessarily of somebody that you love and adore and you should be freaked out about it. But like, you're eating food. Even if you're a vegetarian, you have cut it off from its life source and you're putting it into your life source. And because he said food, I went to, yeah, but it's still always also about transformation. Mm. It's about an end, but it's also about a beginning. And that's one of the things I love about the Lightseer deck. The Lightseer deck is death and rebirth. It's not just death. It has the infinity symbol because it's a cycle. Death is a cycle mm -hmm. and it's about transformation and it, is about, and it is about an ending and a beginning. Having said that, and I didn't go deeply into this in my poll, but I've been thinking about it a lot. We are very aware right now in the world that Putin is starting with the Ukraine. Yeah. And that he is attempting to start World War Three. And I just want to say no to that. Yeah, big no. And magical activism, as well as mundane actions, you know, on the ground actions, as I like to call them, real world, not just the liminal space. But do I think the liminal space helps? Yeah, I do. I do because I've been through this before. It's so funny. I was talking to somebody my age two days ago or whatever like that. And we were like, really, we're back here again? Because we went through this in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty prevalent. Anyway, there's a lot of death going on. And what's old is new. What's old is new. And the Ukraine, I am sending energy and saying prayers and putting out energy. If you want to support the Ukraine in a magical way, I've posted some things. Corey's posted some things. I'm happy to keep posting the spells that I'm using and the chants that I'm using and the meditations that I'm using. If anybody's interested, I also reflected back on Jim saying it's here all the time even if the ukraine wasn't happening we've just been through two years of losing i mean it's happening at our borders yeah our southern borders uh, yeah it it's happening in other countries syria 
There seems to be war going on and big death going on all the time. And sometimes there are people in our immediate life, or sometimes it's not a physical death. It's the death of a relationship or the death that you may have chosen of a new career. You're, you're quitting a job. You're leaving mm-hmm. a job. I was just talking to somebody who's just left a job to pursue a passion that they're really excited about, but they've been there for 22 years. That's a big deal. And it's it's grief. My mom and, just retired. She's really yeah. having a hard time. Yeah. Even if it's a choice, even if you are making that change, it's a, it's a transformation time. So that's what I see when I pull the death card. And I did that before I told you about the, the symbolism of death. And of course, depending on what card you pull, you're going to get different symbols. The writer weight has the white horse and the black suit of armor, which is a protective suit of armor. And it's on a horse. So they're moving forward. Again, that metaphor of transformation. Is it a white horse? Actual, it is a white horse, which I... So if you know anything about colors... Or the Bible. Or yeah, black is all the colors. Yeah. It, it contains everything. It is everything. Whereas white is the absence of color. So I also don't want you to go to good and evil No, as far as when you go black and white, which we in our culture tend to do. Yeah. So that's... I was just thinking he rode a pale horse. Oh, yeah. Death? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's all I was thinking of. And on in the writer's smith, there are a couple other things. There's the river. It is the element of water. Part of that has to do with the river Styx mm-hmm. or Hades. Or rivers know. wash away all things. Yes. Water washes away things. And cleanses and purifies. That's another, I think, exciting thing about pulling this card is that particular symbolism. But also... When you're dealing with water at all in tarot, in my opinion, you're dealing with part of the subconscious. You're dealing with part of what's hidden from you. So when you pull this card, I think that you need to look at what's hidden. So perhaps, and if you're telling the story, I didn't finish my sentence, I apologize. So perhaps you should reflect. So, and what I was going to say is, of course, the hangman comes right before death. So if you're doing the story, the journey of the fool, you've just reflected what is it now that you're moving forward on, that that the death card is saying, yeah, it's time to change that. It's time to let that go completely. Or it's time to take something that you don't want to let go and perhaps transform it into something better if it's not working for you. And it doesn't mean everything. You know, you don't have to choose everything like, mm-hmm. oh, I really love this. I'm, But I pulled the death card, so I have to let it no. die. That's not what it's saying. It's the element of water. It's the sign of Scorpio. I love going now to the sacred bee not all of her cards are traditional most of them are she always includes the hebrew letter and this one is none the hebrew letter none meaning fish is assigned to this card in sacred geometry when circles intersect at the centers it looks like a fish bladder and the shape is called the mandorla it's like a little almond if you're looking for a new deck and you're studying the cabal and Hebrew and all that good kind of stuff. This is a really great deck to get the Sacred Bee mm. deck. The Journey of the Sacred Bee deck. It's a really great one. I love that. That's how I see death almost every single time I pull it. I don't know that I've ever pulled it 
when there's been an actual death. Sure. Doesn't mean you don't. It doesn't mean that you can't. And like I said, there's death going on in the world all the time. The other thing that might come up depending on your spread, what you're looking for and what you're asking when death comes up is ancestor work. Mm. I like that idea as well. I'm going to refer, I've already referred to the Lightseer deck. I'm also going to refer to this new deck, the Soul Cat. The Cats. The chariot in this deck, the cat is carrying a little bird on its back. And strength, the little ca- the little mouse is helping chew away the cords so that the cat can get free from what it's stuck in. Teamwork. I was like, oh, the cat has a dead mouse in its mouth. <laughs> it's really the vivid energy. <laughs> exactly. And it has calla lilies around it, which I also love. A funerary and flower. Symbolism, yeah. That's how I feel about death, baby. <laughs> I think me, my main takeaway when it comes to the death card is don't be scared of the death card. Yeah. There's a cat by you. There is a cat by Hi, me. Honey. My little familiar came in and she's wanting attention. That's fair. I get it. Because I've been purging. There have been a lot of, I've had a lot of death in my life this week because I am transforming. I, as I mentioned last episode, this medication is, is changing my life. When we moved 10, 11 years ago now, I I think it was 10 years ago now, there was all this stuff in our house that we'd lived in for 23 years. Rather than take the opportunity to purge at that time, I was just like, I can't decide. Executive function disorder. Yeah. I just couldn't decide. So I packed everything in boxes. And when I say boxes, I was very wonderful about it in about 40 boxes. 40 clear ass boxes. I've tried to go through them multiple, multiple times to just go through, figure out what I need, figure out what I want to keep, figure out what I love. I got rid of 25 boxes this week. That's amazing. In one week because Corey was coming over and I had to clean that space and I wanted it to be really nice for her and her mom. And it was just a big old storage room of boxes but also during that I got rid of things that I thought I would always want in my life and I had to recognize oh I've changed I it's time to let that go we had to do that when we moved in me and mom together yeah because I had my apartment and she had her whole house that we've lived in since I was Mm. six wow yeah what do you think about the death card I like the death card a lot I like it because as a person who also has a little bit of executive function problems, <laughs> I feel like it's a permission card. How interesting. It's and a, I feel that way about the hanging Yeah, man. it's like a permission to grieve. It's a permission to, like, let go, unclench, mm-hmm. move on. It's, yeah. It's very much a permission card. It's a way of saying, you know this is over. Mm. I know this is over. Let's let this be over. Wow. And it's it's a it's a permission to say that's okay, and it might suck a little bit, but that just means something new is coming. That's how I feel about that card. Yeah, and I I also get so annoyed anytime I watch a show or a movie where they pull it and it's like supposed to be scary, and I'm like, oh, that I is know. literally the least scary card you could pull. Like, really, it pull is. the tower and talk to me. Oh yeah, like <gasps> right, pull the tower, the tower and then card. talk to me. Yeah. And you've talked about the tower card before. I have a lot. I have a lot of feelings about it. But I, I get very annoyed when I see that card as like a scary, a scary death card. 
because it's not. I swear every single movie that does tarot pulls that one and does that. And it's like, oh, no. It's like, but not oh, no, though. There are other far more frightening cards. Oh, yeah. The nine, uh, what is it? The ten of swords? The the two of swords? The three of hearts? Or no, the three of swords. It's the three of swords. It just always is through her. I hate the three of swords. It's a lot. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot. There are scarier cards to pull. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Not that you should be afraid of any of them, but there are far scarier cards to pull. As Teresa says, prepared, not scared. Prepared, not scared. But I, I like the death card, and I, I like the death card a lot because it's, it's different. It's so different in every deck, I think, because every artist looks at death differently. And so yeah. I, I'm always super interested. I think that it's super interesting to learn what people, how people feel about death. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those things that people have very strong feelings about, whether they realize it or not. And to learn what their interpretation, in this case, visual interpretation of death is, is interesting to me. That's why, that's why I think. <laughs> Take that to your next icebreaker. <laughs> hey, do you want to talk about the death tarot hey, what card? do you think about death? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you should probably leave this party. Oh, okay. If they can't answer that question, they can't hang. That's right. <laughs> I think that's a real litmus test yeah. right there. For real. Everyone. For real. I, I don't know... Anybody out there, has anybody else ever seen a card other than the Lightseer's deck that has death and rebirth in the same card? Because it's absolutely beautiful, and it's a beautiful interpretation of it. If you haven't seen it, Google, you can look it up on the internet, and she's got her meanings and her book and and her artwork up there. So you can go look at these cards. It's an absolutely gorgeous card of this cape red cape and the face is this forest at night with a bright star coming it's out really of it pretty. it's absolutely gorgeous and i just want to know if anybody else out there knows has anybody done a transformation instead of death in a deck or a rebirth or anything like that that'd be curious to know yeah you know little izzy's here right at the mic she keeps trying to to go let me touch the mic let me purr into the mic let me love yeah. you. Let me love. That's all I got about these two for right now. Me too. I like that they're next to each other. I think they make a lot of sense next to each other. I think they do too. And I'd love that you see that as the death. Uh, I know I said this, but as permission and I see the hangman as permission. It's fun. It seems right to me. I don't know. Should we send up some sparks? Let's send up some sparks. You go ahead and go first this time. Okay. Well, I talked about this deck when I did my live on Instagram, but my spark is a deck that I recently got. It's great. I love it. It's called <laughs> The Murder of Crow's Tarot by <laughs> Corrado Roy. I think I'm spelling that right. I think it's Italian. It's this incredibly beautiful card. Uh, you may or may not know this about me, depending on how long you've been listening, but I like things that are beautiful and scary or beautiful and gross all at once. And this deck is like the perfect combination of the Sandman comics and the scary stories to tell in the dark oh. books. Like the illustrations are like a perfect combination of that. And I love them. And each of the cards is crows. It's all crows. It's really a beautiful deck. It's a beautiful she deck. She let me touch it when she got it. <laughs> I let you play with it. Um, it's it's really beautiful. And I've had nothing but successful I say successful. Really? From it, yeah. Like, immediately right away. Have you used it for Patreon yet? Did I miss... Yes. Okay. But I don't know if you've seen it yet. Okay. Because I like to do them a little bit in advance, because I'm tapping into my 
my what's the word that liminal space that you live no, in that um prophecy my mm, premonition my premonition yeah yeah my looking ahead uh but i i believe i have anyway it's a beautiful deck and it's not a super spendy deck and so if you're looking for a new deck and you have the means you should purchase it because it's beautiful i think you can get it on llewellyn and they didn't tell oh, me to say wow. that but i think you can so you should do it's it. beautiful. It's a beautiful deck. It's all black and white and grayscale. It's gorgeous. Cool. Yeah. All right. I have two I this time. But the tiles will be easy to make. Tell me. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, I didn't tell you my sources for the death card. Sure. The only one I went to was Lab... Labyrinthos? Labyrinthos for the element. I didn't have the element. But I also just looked a lot at I I I know the death card really well or feel like I do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and have a lot of feelings about it so I just went with that my interpretations of it and I looked to some of the decks that I already mentioned to talk a little bit about the symbolism so I had something to reference for you my spark yes I have two and one of them is one last wave project a surfer his dad passed away And so he wrote his dad's name on his surfboard. And then he put something, I think, on TikTok and said, hey, give me the names of your loved one and I'll write their name and I'll take them for one last ride. That's very sweet. He has a couple different boards now. And now it's a project so that if you're a surfer, you You can can, do it. Yes. That's so sweet. And it's one, uh, one last wave project and I will post it in the show notes and I'll send it to Corey to post on Instagram. And then the other one Mm -hmm. is because I do believe that death is part of our daily life and that's not a bad thing. Like you talk to your grandma or you talk to your pet from 10 years ago that's necromancy that's death being part of your life that's you know certain things end every single day and start anew you know this spring equinox for goodness sake yep yeah it's coming up or just happened you can pre-order this book it's called the bones fall in a spiral and it's an introduction to necromancy and the magic of death by Mortellus, who we are going to have on the show and to talk about this. It comes out in September. You can pre-order it right now from, is it Llewellyn? Is it a Llewellyn book? I think it might be. I think it might be a Llewellyn book. You're asking the wrong thing. I know. Pretty sure it is. But it is already out there on lots of platforms where you could pre-order it if you want to. And I just know it's going to be fabulous and chocked full of incredible information that you can use even if you don't think you do death work or you don't think you're interested in it it is powerful and it's going to be a great read and there's some I know going to be some amazing spells wonderful writing because Mortellus is a great writer that's true and really insightful and they know their stuff when it comes to necromancy for real they really do and they're ethical which I love. For real. Oh, I'm excited about this book. Yeah. I love the title. Yeah. It's from, I think it's from a D&D thing. I don't know. Or something like that. They got permission to use it because it is it is something that's used in, I, it is, I think it's d and I'll ask them. Or we'll ask them when we have them yeah. on for the interview. I'd love that. Yeah. It's a beautiful title. Yeah. I love it. That's all I've got. Yeah, me too. 
It's been really lovely chatting with you about tarot cards. It has. Yeah. Until next time. Be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.